Hello, and welcome to Blown to Bits. This is the podcast um, where we talk about a lot of things. Sometimes video games, sometimes comics, whatever we feel like, more or less. <laughs> um, this is actually season four. Um, I'm Charlie, joined with... Ryan. And we got Nate here to my left. Thank yeah. you. He is the third now. Yes. Um, uh, Adam had to step away from the podcast for a little bit, focus on his family. Uh, understandable. Yeah. I, yeah. There's always a seat for him whenever he wants to come back. So Yeah. We went and hung out with him last night and had a lot of fun over at your work. Yeah. That was that was a good time. Yeah. Nate, uh, he bartends over at Public House on High, and uh, it's like our little local hangout spot. Good place and good beers, mm-hmm. most definitely. It's a good spot, 321 High Street. Come see us. Check it out. <laughs> yeah. We're there most Fridays. Mm-hmm. Fridays are sweet yeah. with the... The captain. The captain. And the voyage. Captain Head's Vinyl Voyage. <laughs> most Fridays at Public House. <laughs> good times. Yeah, I actually uh, enjoyed myself a little bit too much last night. Um, I'm feeling feeling the effects. <laughs> of, Same here. Uh, I, I, I bought beers, but there were a shot spot for me. Mm, um, oh. And uh, Where'd you go last night? Uh, Bracken's. Uh, started at Barley's, had a beer over there, and then a couple beers at Bracken's and a few too many shots. Yeah. Uh, Adam called me, and he's like, hey, man, come out to the public house, uh, have some drinks. And I was like, okay, well... I'm going to eat dinner with my aunt and uncle because my cousin was in town. I was like, I'll hit you up, you know, when I get back. And then right when I got to, like, my aunt and uncle's house, he texts me. He goes, I'm already here. (laughs) (laughs) I showed up a couple hours later. And he Uh, goes, as soon as I I show up, he comes out the door and he goes, yeah, you got to catch up. (laughs) I said, how many are in are you? And he goes, about five or six. He got a head start. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I hope it worked out all right. <laughs> yeah, I just bought the uh, the ones with the highest alcohol content. That's good. Seven, eight, and nine. Pound them down. Awesome. Those are good. There's a bitter one there. The Bitter the, Mofo by Von Seitz. The Gadget. The Gadget, yeah. Urban Artifact. Yeah, that's that a real good beer. Really good. Neat. Yeah. Yeah, man. So Nate actually let me borrow some of these new comics that have started coming out, and they are awesome. Yes, uh, House of X and Powers of X. Yeah, it's basically kind of rebooting the the X Men story mm-hmm. and origins. Well, not really origins. Like they're already established. They're right. not. They're not really doing like how they got their powers. Right. Um, People pretty much know who Professor X and yeah, Wolverine and, Magneto and, and yeah, all that stuff. So. so yeah, I think it's kind of a, a new way to tell the story of the X Men and really um, reboot it um, without completely uh retconning everything mm-hmm. through that character uh Maura McTaggart um which is I think that's House of X book 2 yeah is a really really good story about um her powers uh basically like she's her mutant ability is to reincarnate mm-hmm. and you see her going through different um I guess different alternate realities alternate realities of how things could work out basically focused on Charles Xavier. Yeah. Like there's one version where he tries to like coexist with humans mm-hmm. and it fails. Right. So it radicalizes him. So in the next life, you know, she tells him, Hey, it didn't work. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he goes the extreme opposite and like takes everybody and like go hides. Right. But the Sentinel still end up coming. So each time she tries something different, like, one life she becomes an assassin and kills 
like all the, all of Bolivia Trask's family, oh, yeah. all of his kids, and everything. It's like we're just gonna try our hardest not to make sentinels, but yeah, but it it basically says that you know artificial intelligence is a discovery, not an invention. So gotcha. eventually, it's just gonna emerge. Yeah, it's 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 really really awesome, and and it's the the way they're doing the story, it totally like. Yeah, it almost gives them a reboot as far as like all this stuff in the past still happened, mm-hmm. but this is a whole new way to for all of those things that happened in the past to be different because that was like yeah, just a different reality. Yeah, and that uh, could be like the stories that we already know and love from the X Men, right? And all those are lives that that she's lived, mm-hmm. which is crazy because Mora was never a mutant before in the comics. She was like Xavier's love interest but she was a really smart scientist and she was the one that created the um the uh i guess like the mutant cure and all that like yeah and um and it talks about that a little bit in there but now it's revealed that she's a mutant and that she's been reincarnating this whole time and it's like wow it puts a whole different spin on but all these old comics when when i was confused at first it's reincarnation but she actually goes back in time to her the very beginning so it's not like right. she dies and then you know nine months from now she gets born again she actually goes back you know right mm-hmm. so if she dies back at, in the womb yeah if she's 50 and she dies she goes back 50 years and redoes it all over that's crazy so that way she can actually interact with xavier in every life so her life is kind of like groundhog's day yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> except like a whole mm-hmm. lifetime instead of just one day <laughs> that's yeah. nuts I've gotten to the point where she's on her ninth live. Cool. And uh, someone predicted that she only gets ten lives. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Destiny, so, that character, do you remember her um, from the comics? Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah, I yeah. remember her for sure. Basically, she's like a future seer. So at this point, things are kind of getting dicey. Cause that's every- crazy. Everything's failed so far. Right. So I I guess that's probably where like you know it says powers of X but it could be like powers of ten as well because mm-hmm. um it, it goes like the present and then like ten years from then and then a hundred years and then a thousand years. Oh man, that's a good point. And I think um I don't know if you guys watch the uh, Comic Books Explained YouTube channel. It's really really good. Like for stuff like that. oh that's the I watched the two that, videos. Did one of them? Did he mention that that it might be powers of X or powers of ten? I don't think so. I, I swear think in the I heard second that. video about about that one that Ryan's reading right now. <clears throat> I think that's where he starts talking about like the powers, like ten to the third power. Oh um, man! Like in terms of the years and whatnot. That's badass. So that's really cool. And um, one thing I read was that these two, like both uh, House of X and powers of X, powers of ten, um, they're going to be they're meant to be read together. Um, alternating, but yeah. at the end of this, they're gonna like do. Uh, it's basically gonna be like it's one series of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I don't know if it's called Birth of X or. Um, but once these two wrap up, um, it's just gonna be like a whole nother just X Men kind of universe. Man, I'm so excited because yeah. I, I think X Men definitely in the in the cinematic universe just has always been lacking, and I I grew up reading more X-Men than I read any other Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Well, it's I such always, a breath of fresh air, man. Yeah. <laughs> this, I always had a hard comics time. Are incredible. I always had a hard time getting into X-Men comics because there's so many mm-hmm. different, you know, different stories. And yeah. you don't, you don't really know where to start. Like at this point in, you know, the comic book world, there's 
a million different right. comic books. Yeah. Like, where do you even start? And that's why this is so cool, because this is just a perfect place just to, like, pick up and yeah. start reading again and yeah. like, with a fresh story, so too. there's just these three out right now, right? Yeah, so the uh, next one, uh, I think Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, the next Powers, Powers of X comes out. Because they're kind of alternating them, I think. It changes up a little bit if you look at that list in the back. Okay. But, um, yeah, so every two weeks, a new one of one or the other comes out. And okay. then the next... The week in between, like, the other one comes out. It's been a long time since I've bought a comic book. Right. I think I'm going to collect this series. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to pour good. money into this shit. <laughs> and I'll just borrow it from you guys until until one of those collections comes out. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I love, I love getting books. those. Yeah, I love, I love it whenever they come out in these. I yeah, me too. I just can't wait. I have to read these, man. <laughs> no and doubt. that's that's awesome. It's I haven't been this excited about a comic in a long time, so it's it's really cool. So, how do you think these are gonna? Do, do you think these are gonna like tie into how um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to bring X Men into it? I think it would be a great way to do it because um, it's such a yeah, it's, it's just such a fresh like story. Mm-hmm. How would you tie it in with like? The Avengers and stuff like that. Um, I guess, like, well, there's this plant in in these comics called Krakoa that allows them that that the X Men are planting across the planet and other planets, mm-hmm. and it creates a pathway or a portal for them to like travel through. So, I mean, they could they could have been they could have been doing this in the background the whole time, or maybe the mutants haven't. Um, really been like I guess like notice yet you know what I'm saying like so their powers haven't manifested to the point where yeah or like or like this in this comic specifically in House of X 2 like that whole conversation with Moira and Xavier mm-hmm. I mean it's him ta- he's like yeah I'm having a great day I just I just had this dream and I realized like my potential and my place in the universe and it's like he's making that decision on how he's going to expose like mutants Mm -hmm. to the world and she's like you know well that's the thing like charles i I don't want (laughs) to where do we go from here yeah and and he reads her mind and he sees everything that she's lived and he's like oh and i'm like damn it's like what if that's the introduction into the cinematic universe is like all this other stuff's been going on but that's only been what 10 years i guess Mm -hmm. and so 10 house of house of x powers of 10 like what if what if he comes in like and they've been there all along that would be a really great movie yeah of just all all 10 of her lives that would be ins- i and would love to watch that. yeah that would be a great introduction and then at the end of it have it where you know he's like okay we have to hide or whatever mm-hmm, right and then they could bring him into the you know the marvel cinematic universe from there yeah. yeah, and they could. Yeah, they could have totally been in hiding or traveling around through the Krakoa. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to me, I don't feel like they need a huge like origin story per se. But I also think that they're probably going to address that in the Eternals as well, because mm-hmm. uh, that's like the origin of mutants. Is like what they created. There was the Eternals, and there was so, yes. the Deviants, oh, yeah. and then the mutant gene is activated at some point in people's lives. Um, I don't know. I need to, I need to read more about the Eternals. I don't want to 
I'm not an expert in, on. I think they're in that one. The, yeah. They can't. Yeah. <laughs> Nuts. I'll definitely check these out, though. though that story is just crazy. It, it's out there. Man. <laughs> you awesome. could not, like, you could not bring that to the cinematic universe. It's just, just too deep. A little bit beyond. I mean, the Hulk is a giant ape in a diaper. Oh, you told me about that. <laughs> Bruce Banner is a kid. Oh, That's my God. Crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, Hickman is just such a good writer, um, mm-hmm. and he's been with the X-Men for a while. And, like, they've actually taken some of his ideas um, and incorporated it into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think he was the one that kind of created the Black Order. Um, or, oh, like, yeah. um, you know, Thanos' Avengers, more or less. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really cool. And I think the Battle of Wakanda um, was another one of Hickman's ideas. So, you know, it's not too far-fetched that, you know, they incorporate some of that into the movies. So yeah, that, that would be, be really awesome. neat. And comics are a lot of fun. Um, Randy and I actually have been playing back to video games, actually. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, mm-hmm. the new one that's released. We've been playing it on the Switch, and it's so much fun. Is the, that a fighting game? Yeah, it's like a top-down, like third-person, just beat em up kind of thing. Oh, okay. So, um, How I many think, characters are there? Uh, at least 40, I'd say. Oh, so you man. have like all of the Avengers. you got Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and all those guys. You have like oh, the original Avengers, um, you know, Wasp, and like uh, there's like Black Panther, there's like all of the Guardians of the Galaxy are in it. Man, so, I'm playing as Rocket. Yeah, dude. Rocket and Groot are actually like one character. Rocket's like on Groot's. Oh, man. It's, it's so cool. It's so much fun. I want to say I played the, the second one. There was... The second one was pretty good. I think that was for PlayStation 3. The first one came out on PlayStation 2 um, a long time ago. Um, and it's always just been about like this collection of superheroes just battling together. It's mm-hmm. like, you know... Um, Wolverine and Groot side by side just battling oh, it out. That's um, awesome. Or Daredevil and... Uh, Iron Man just hanging out, just kicking it. <laughs> so, What's the um? How how are they designed? Is it more like the cinematic look or more is it or less? Comic look? It's more so the cinematic. So it's basically like Thanos is collecting the Infinity Stones and like you're mm-hmm. fighting the Black Order. So it ties in a lot with the movies and that's um, cool. The voice acting is really cool too. Like you can almost tell. Like it's not Chris Pratt, but it's like it's like Chris Pratt <laughs> and like you know nice. Robert Downey Jr.'s voice is is not there, but it's. It emulates all of the characters so well. That's so cool. it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. Gonna gonna be a good party game for sure. Yeah, that sounds like a really fun couch co op. Yeah. I'll Randy and I just wake up every once in a while and just get a couple of controllers and play on it. Oh man, that sounds fun. <laughs> I haven't been playing much lately. My life has been so crazy. Yeah. Kids back in school and working on the photography business and work and I've been able to hop on for like 20 minutes and play a little Monster Hunter, and that's about it. I hear you. Well, that new uh, No Man's Sky update is coming this mm-hmm. this upcoming week, I believe, and is that's going to incorporate VR. Oh, God. Is that still only PlayStation? I, no, it's on Xbox, too. And, and PC. Steam. I've yeah. got it on PC. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to get that, because I always wanted to play that game, but I think when it first came out, wasn't it just PlayStation only? Yeah. It was it was released just on PlayStation. They've, they've worked really hard on it. Oh, yeah, it's man. come a long way. All, all the updates, like for free, like you just basically pay mm-hmm. for the game. And, like all I got this other good stuffs. I got really pissed off at that game though because I spent a lot of time and I bought one of like the giant carriers, mm-hmm. uh, like the biggest ship in the game where you can actually dock your little ships in. It's like your base. Oh, nice! And I built uh, a self-sustaining farm on it. 
that I could basically make like a million credits every, I think it was like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I made all this bank rolling. <laughs> yeah. But you know, in order to make this, you got to travel to different planets, get the seeds and the materials for mm-hmm. the, I mean, it takes a long ass time to build it. And then when the update rolled out, it all disappeared. Yeah, a lot oh, of stuff. No. Because they some of the updates. they changed the way the carriers uh, work. Mm-hmm. So I was so mad. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I so, still have my original carrier. Like, yeah, yeah, it can't warp anywhere from system to system. But you know, I can call it whenever I need to. It's just basically a space garage yeah. that I'm using it for, which is still pretty fun. But yeah, the VR update, and they're gonna. There's actually gonna be like actual multiplayer on it. Like, there's gonna be. There's they're pretty secret in terms of like some of the updates that they're gonna be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the VR is gonna be like one of the biggest things, mm-hmm. and I'm so pumped for that. I'm Randy's gonna be gone um, at the beach Monday through Thursday, and I think Wednesday I'm just gonna sit and just like. <laughs> Next time we VR. see him, he's gonna have just this line around his eyes. <laughs> oh man. Well, that's that's getting bought. Yeah, I might buy that today when no, I leave. It's seriously, <laughs> it's uh, especially if you can find it. Like, it's not going to be sixty dollars. Yeah, it's yeah. Like maybe twenty five or something like that. It's totally worth it at that price. Mm-hmm. But whenever it first came out, not worth it. <laughs> but they've done so much work, and well done for everybody over there. Yeah, I'll probably get back into it at some point. Right, my anger's slowly going down. <laughs> I've got some cool stuff on the PlayStation, but I, I own it on PC. Uh, I haven't really played it on PC except for like the the intro, right? So I may start over on PC. There's that, and um, I also got. Um, I've been a game purchasing junkie here lately, um, but there's this game called Metal Wolf Chaos XD that recently was released um, on PlayStation and other uh, systems as well. Uh, but it was uh, it was fi- released 15 years ago on the original Xbox. Mm-hmm. And um, only in Japan, and it's basically you play as the president of the United States of America in a giant robot mech suit, nice. um, fighting a coup d'état <laughs> led by the vice president. So, and it's <laughs> so silly; it's ridiculously it funny. Awesome. It is made in Japan. Yeah, it's actually made by From Software, who did Armored Core and like Dark Souls and all yeah. that. So, I mean, it's a really cool company. Pretty quality um game but the voice acting is on par with uh house of the dead too mm-hmm. um so <laughs> geez bloodstains welcome <laughs> friends it's <laughs> like so it's just like it's like if donald trump had a giant robot mech suit and mm-hmm. it's just like <laughs> all i can think of is um idiocracy yeah terry cruz yep yeah, he had a mech suit, <laughs> and this is—it was made like 15 years ago, I guess, when George W. Bush was president. So mm-hmm. it's like has like that kind of feeling. It's very satirical, um, which is hilarious. But like, it's like the president saying, "Let's party!" <laughs> like, oh my while God. blowing a whole bunch of tanks and shit up. <laughs> That's awesome. So if if you guys have a moment <laughs> or some money, uh, definitely check that out. I will. <laughs> I think the next game I'm going to buy is probably that remnant from the ashes that Adam was telling us about. It's like okay. the, the yeah. roguelike that looks really shooter. Good. Okay. Yes. Yes. That Dude. looks pretty cool. Uh, he's already pre-ordered it. And we share Steam libraries, and uh, people that pre-order it get to play this weekend. So I'm gonna jump on it for like an hour, neat, and check it out, see if it's any good. 
and then maybe I'll end up getting it. It's only $40, but it looks pretty cool. It's a, like a third-person shooter, like you stand behind, mm-hmm. but it's loot-based roguelike, so should be fun. Right. You can put and some time into that. Yeah, each level has like a boss, but the boss's powers are like procedurally generated. So every always time something you, fresh. Yeah, every time you find him, it's going to be a little bit different. I think the worlds are generated as well. Nice. Yeah, there is a new game coming out for the Switch um, within a week or two. It's called Rad. Um, it's like a roguelike uh, kind of beat 'em up kind of thing, but. Uh, you basically play as kids that are going into this post-apocalyptic uh, wasteland to like kind of regrow and like uh, um, bring life back to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got like a really neat like kind of '80s neon aesthetic to it. It's cool. Like the currency yes. are like floppy disks, and like um, <laughs> there's like joysticks and arcades, and um, it's it seems really neat. I watched like a little bit of it on the Nintendo Switch Treehouse or Playhouse or something where they just play a little bit of the gameplay and it looks really neat um but basically you like destroy a whole bunch of enemies and like this rad meter builds up Mm -hmm. and once that fills up you actually like mutate a little bit and it's just like kind of like a random mutation that's like a Mm -hmm. power up like one that i saw was you were granted a firearm like your arm was just on fire (laughs) um so it was like a ranged attack um, Dude, that sounds awesome. It's, yeah. It seems really neat. I um, think uh, I'm going to end up getting a Switch when the, the two new versions come out. Mm-hmm. I want to get the the cheaper, like, handheld one. Gotcha. The one with the attached yeah. Joy-Cons. I you can't take it, off. It's only $200. Yeah. Man. So I think I'm going to just go ahead and pick up a Switch then. Right. I had one when they first came out, but there wasn't enough content to really justify owning one. And there's some really cool stuff that's coming out on it, for mm-hmm. sure. Um that and like the new Doom game, like I've always thought, like you know, Doom on uh, uh, the Switch was really weird. Yeah. Um, but like the Doom Eternal game is going to be really cool, and they yeah. just recently uh, re-released like the first Doom and the second Doom and like the third Doom Three mm-hmm. um, for the Switch, <laughs> which is super neat. I've I've bought those games like five times already, so I don't need to get those anymore. <laughs> I'm a big Doom head. Back in the days yeah. of shareware oh yeah man dude the original doom was like one of my favorite games when i was a kid your little gun would shoot those squiggly lasers that would go across the screen (laughs) (laughs) i know wait that wasn't doom that was duke nukem oh yeah 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 uh yeah you remember wolfenstein wolfenstein (laughs) the first doom was was 3d wasn't it it was Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no duke nukem was the 2d one with the, the side scroller, yeah, with the squiggly, yeah, and Jazz Jack Rabbit was made by the same company, and mm-hmm. uh, oh, there was another. Did you ever play Low Wang the Shadow Warrior? Shadow Warrior, yep, dude, that yeah. game was awesome. I'm a big fan of like all those like kind of old like DOS style like first person shooters. Like uh, Doom was great. Yeah, um, the ID Software also did. Um, a game called Checks Quest, mm-hmm. um, which was it was a CD that was included with the serial checks, and it was just basically you played you know a checks ranger in space like shooting uh, <laughs> little green gooby dudes. Oh man, it was a lot of fun. Um, but like Shadow Warrior was great. Um, there's this game called Blood, which was a lot of fun as well, um, which was made by the same people that did Shadow Warrior. Um, 
I've been watching a lot of um, YouTube videos by this guy called Civi11. Um, he just basically, he's a pro Doom player. So, like, he plays, like, some of the hardest uh, custom campaigns for mm-hmm. Doom, like, on mm-hmm. ultraviolence and whatnot. So, um, the dude's really cool, but he's also incredibly hilarious as well. So, he plays all of these games, and so it's kind of like reliving, like, some of my childhood seeing these videos. That's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. And I think that's all the time we have for today. Oh, man. Uh, I'm Ryan. <laughs> Where can we find you, Ryan? Uh, you can find me at caspersplayground.com. Nice. A oh. website. This is Charlie. Hi. You can find me at uh, Twitter, at shunt underscore trip, um, and Doom Cabbage on Instagram. Where can we find you, Nate? Uh, you can find me on my YouTube channel at Modify Creative. Uh, i got some music videos and cool stuff I've been working on up there and on Instagram at L-E underscore modify M-O-D-I-F-I nice some cool stuff I forgot to turn the blown to bits sign on hey everybody just look at it (laughs) can you see it good (laughs) well thank you yeah we're so bad at outros (laughs) we'll work on it yeah bye